0: Amanda Saria is a twin mama, educator, soon-to-be published author, and the maker and creative face behind My Wild Tribe custom-made apparel and gifts. Her brands are more than just custom-made items. Although most famous for her mom swag with her cool and badass mom line, it's about creating a community and believing in collaboration over competition, all day, every day. On today's episode of Lean With Care, we have a special guest that's making a second appearance. We've decided because we enjoy our conversations and our discussions on and off, the recordings, that we'd make this a series. We've kind of touched base on, on a name. Uh, actually, Amanda came up with it. But before we get into that, I want to give a formal introduction to Amanda Saria from Wild Tribe. She is an incredible business entrepreneur, phenomenal mother, an impactful educator, and also a pretty fucking rad human being. Do you want to give them a little bit more uh, information of who you are, what you do, and uh, anything else that you would feel is necessary?
1: Absolutely. I'm so excited to be back with you. It's like our little monthly chats, and I love <laughs> that they're coming to fruition in real life, and other people can hear it and be like, yeah that's exactly what we're going through. I am Amanda and I wear many hats, none of which I've perfected and I've decided I'm completely fine with that. So I am a mom to a uh, crazy six-year-old twin. I am a wife. God love my husband. He's sticking <laughs> around through it all, all the <laughs> bullshit, all the ideas that I come up with, everything. Um, we've been married for eight years now. Wow. Crazy. together for 20.
0: After 2020, it feels like that's a whole other decade added yeah, on. I agree.
1: I <laughs> agree. Um, like you mentioned, Karen, I am a teacher. Now, previously, when we spoke, I was teaching online kindergarten. Right. And now, of course, in the new world that we live in, I've <laughs> been teaching um, in class hybrid grade seven. Wow. So that's kind of a big jump. Like it went from like one world to another. Right. So I'm just trying to get my head around that, which is fantastic. And you know, I'm everything else in between. I'm a chef. <laughs> I'm a house uh, keeper. I am a doctor some days, a therapist other a nurse days. Nurse
0: as well, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'm and you know, some days I'm rocking them and other days we're eating breakfast in our pajamas at lunchtime. And I'm completely fine with that.
0: You know, that's what I think one of the biggest things that I admire about you is that you're just so real with it. And the truth is that there's so many other people that are living the way that you live and the way that we both try to embrace life as it comes. But there aren't as many people that are actually talking about it as openly, which I get. There's different levels of communication because of upbringing, circumstances, environment. Okay, so now I can I can actually <laughs> share. Amanda, uh, while we were talking, it kind of planted the seed and I was like, well, maybe we should make this a regular kind of monthly thing to check in because we're already doing that offline anyway. And a lot of the conversations that Amanda and I have, like there's very valid topics that come up. Amanda came up with the name, which was girl, check yourself. And it's reality checks with this bitch.
1: owning <laughs> it owning it <laughs> and that's
0: that's the honest truth there's so many different things that are out of our control we have control over how we react to things or respond to things and so at this point everything is very up in the air as far as what 2021 will look like and what it will bring for us not only personally but professionally as well and having these open discussions about just where we're at what's happened I think is going to be really a, not only therapeutic for For us but also be able to help anybody else out like you've said who may be listening that can resonate or relate even though I know it's said and used often where where people say you're not alone it's gonna get really raw guys like I don't (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you guys realize, you know, just a forewarning. We figured that this conversation today was just going to be kind of easing into it and really touching base on what's happened essentially within like the last 30 days. So the transition from Christmas, New Year, starting the new year, the new norm with the online learning. Amanda is not only a parent to twins, which to me, it's like, pfft, mind-blowing like one is enough now you you got the two simultaneously and she has a combo of a boy and a girl so she has the perfect mix of both worlds Mm -hmm. which I'm sure comes with its own um... Own
1: baggage for sure
0: (laughs) exactly she's also a parent but also an educator so not only does she deals with you know the stresses and the pressures of making sure that her kids are adjusting to the online learning at home but she's now also on the opposite As an educator, teaching some of your little ones and navigating through that it's already a lot that the kids have to transition onto online learning and the parents have to adjust with it. But also being an educator, I think that also comes with a whole heap of other challenges that not very many people are aware of. You can't share under your obligation. There still needs to be an outlet for educators to talk about those challenges or to share like, shit, I've had a really fucking hard day today. So, This was one of the main reasons when you know we were having the conversation. We came up with this series idea. I was like, "Yeah, fucking right, we're doing this." That's segueing into my first question for you: How has it been navigating through the new online learning environment? Let's say.
1: I don't. uh, You can hear it. You can hear it. I don't even know that I have words. Um, Enough. The days uh, are weird. Um, we have great moments with my own kids, great moments with my online kids. And then there's really shitty moments that I have. And just right. to quickly go back on what you were talking about, that idea of me, you know, sharing the raw and real Karen, Right. that to me, um, as much as it is, as it is helping others, that has become kind of like my therapy, right. um, where I did struggle with the idea of perfection, and the idea of, um, you know, I struggle with anxiety, and I'm open about it now, but part of me being okay with my struggles was that I had to share it, mm-hmm. so that is you know, that's therapeutic in itself for me. So I'm happy to see that while I am healing myself, it might help others. But again, that whole idea of being real, I really tried to talk about that in my virtual learning. My own personal page, I'll post what my setup looks like. (laughs) And you know, and and there I am using baskets that I flipped over to raise my computer higher so that I can see my kids better. If you really saw the behind the scenes of us at home learning teachers, you would be like, wow, that is crazy. It's a struggle. I'm forced to choose daily between helping my own kids or my students and more times that I'm even proud to admit, I choose my students. So that mom guilt is really freaking heavy and real right now because I am every day muting my mic and looking at my kids and being like, Mm. not right now. I can't help you right now. I'm sorry. And although my kids are really freaking bright. They surprise me every day. Like they're six-year-old. They are six-year-old children navigating a new curriculum. Like I always say the disconnect between kindergarten and grade one is huge to begin with, let Mm -hmm. alone kindergarten to grade one online. Yeah. Let alone they're now doing French immersion. So we're throwing language, we're throwing different learning uh, method, we're throwing everything at them. And here I am saying, no, mommy can't help you because I've got to do my job. Because I'm essentially muting my own kids and their needs for the needs of my online learners, because our lovely government has said that this is an ideal way to learn. And there's no right, wrong or indifferent. I don't envy the individual who has to make that decision. I um, that's far beyond my pay grade, but I feel like as teachers and as young mom teachers, we're really targeted because, you know, I'm not going to ask my parents to come and help or rescue me and my kids right. because that's not fair to them, nor is it fair to like, I feel like as a teacher, I have a civil duty to follow rules. So whether I agree with them or not, it's what I have to do as an educator. So I feel like, Those lines are really blurred. My students are seeing me in a different light. Like I'm always very transparent to them. For me, that's built a connection with, you know, the 12 and 13 year olds that I'm dealing with, which is crazy.
0: How's that? Um, Like 12 and 13 preteens.
1: Ooh. (laughs) God love them. I am learning so much from them every day. The conversations that we're having are just super beyond their years. Wow. Um, so uh, part of me is sad for them because they're growing up way faster than they need to. Right. And I feel that with my own kids too. Like, yeah. like I said, they're only six. There's one out of the three of us who cry daily. Um, you know, that would be like, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like half the time it is me. The other <laughs> half is between the other two. Right. But I just feel like kids are being forced to grow up. Yeah and that's hard they also can handle it kids are like these magical freaking unicorns who can they just are so resilient and handle everything we were blessed and i say blessed because many aren't as fortunate as us that my parents for christmas bought the kids, their own Chromebooks. Oh, that's so cool. Um, because, and partly in the back of my mind, I was like, if we prepare for this online learning, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. So they have their own devices, but I kind of fed them to the fish and had them navigated on their own. It, it's Sing great. Swim, in- buddies. <laughs> yeah. And you know, some days they're swimming and some days they are. <laughs> drowning. <singing water>. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's not ideal for anyone. No. But I do really feel like teachers who are moms of young children have been hit hard here. There's these unrealistic expectations that are set out on the teacher, the mom, the parent, the aunt, the uncle, whoever is at home helping these kids. Right. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Screen time is a lot. So behavior here is ugly.
0: Changes. Yeah. For
1: all of us. Like I find yeah. I'm so short at the end of the day because Same. I'm working at home. I don't stop working. There's no boundary here.
0: Yeah. So it's There's a struggle. The only constant is the inconsistency in the environment. The younger they are, the easier it will be to train them to be resilient under any circumstances that require immediate change. There are pros and cons to the situation, but the biggest benefit is that they're learning to make sure that they're quick on their feet, that they're adaptable, that their, you know, critical thinking skills are sharpened at an earlier age. And I think that those things they'll carry with them forever, helping them navigate through anything else that comes up that may be dr- a drastic with what, just like what yeah. we're living through. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And I see that a lot with my grade sevens. These kids are building foundations that they are going, like I tell my husband daily and I'm sure he's like, okay, shut up, Amanda. Everyone thinks that their students are the best. <laughs> but I literally tell my husband daily, these kids are going to change the fucking world. Oh
0: my God, I just got like, the
1: chills. They legit are going to change the world. Right. Nothing that is going to be thrown at them is going to be problematic. They're going to, they're going to figure it out because like you said, this is kind of what we're doing now. We're saying, here's the situation, figure it out.
0: Yeah. As much as educators, mothers, parents, guardians try their best, obviously to navigate through it and pass on their wisdom, their expertise. I still think that everyone is learning to navigate through it. We're just learning through it as we go. You may be confident and think that this is potentially this is the right thing to do. And then you know you realize, okay, maybe it's not. And you're having to work around that And as an adult who's supposed to be responsible, who's Mm -hmm. supposed to know what to do, there's a lot that adults, parents are having to navigate through. Ultimately, as long as you know that you're trying your best, you're doing your best, that anxiety would start to ease, you know?
1: Yeah, it definitely does. And I definitely um, owe a lot to my kids who we've talked about before have completely held me accountable in situations (laughs) where I didn't think they were quite there to do so yet but they they too were like whoa mom you really really lost it there you should take a minute and I'm like (laughs) shit I fucking do need a minute thank you thank you for pointing that out or like you know just talking with them at the end of the day and being like listen mom lost it
0: yeah that's a big one
1: I could have handled it better I didn't and you know like if my daughter is always like it's okay mom Tomorrow Mm. will be a better day. Oh. Right? And if we could just as adults think like these kids, there's so much that's out of our control right now. And for a control freak, that is a huge trigger, like you said. So the (laughs) fact that I have even been able to talk to my own kids about my stress and what triggers mommy and what makes me nervous and what I could do around that and what they could do to help me and support me. So the fact that she's like, we'll just try again tomorrow. We'll figure it out.
0: Those are amazing conversations to have. I think that a lot of adults, there's too much pride or there's not enough vulnerability like that want to be vulnerable, that Mm -hmm. want to be open, just because maybe they didn't have that growing up by having those open conversations and even just acknowledging saying, Hey, listen, I know I lost my shit and that was not okay. And I appreciate you guys doing a, B and C. And like you said, even, even going as deep as these are my triggers, like this is why mommy gets anxious. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I behave this way, but it's not because you've done anything wrong. It's because I have to adjust my emotions i have to learn how to cope differently and better with it i think that is huge
1: and everyone needs it everyone needs those check-ins you know a mom who's at home and she's also a teacher can check in on her or him yeah. please there are un- unrealistic expectations in the world right now and a That's lot it. we put on ourselves and right Some of us can own that and some of us can't yet. And that's okay. Everyone needs or deserves a check-in. I agree. Like the Canada Post lady the other day, you know, didn't put my package. She put it in the community um, mailbox. Right. But didn't put the key in my mailbox for me to access it. Got it. And that was on a Friday. And of course I won't see it until possibly Monday. So of course I'm dramatic and losing my mind and all oh, my package and I need it. Like it, I was just so dramatic about it. And I was like, on Monday I'm going to talk to her because there's my anger. Right. Like as if I'm the only person she should be thinking about on my street.
0: Right. So, or on her run.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Like, so I lose my mind and then I take a moment and I'm like, okay, perfect. On Monday, I'm going to check in with her. I'm just going to see how she's doing. So I see her drive up and, and I'm like, Hey, sorry, just to, I think you didn't put the key. She's like, Oh my God, I was thinking about that all weekend. I brought the key home Uh with me. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And I was like, how are you? She like, you know, told me her life story. Uh And then she was like, thanks so much for asking. And we forget that there's like we really remove that human aspect out of what's going on in the world. And for that moment, I was so fucking selfish for what? For, I know.
0: for my
1: new tights that didn't arrive? Like right. relax, Amanda. There are greater concerns in the world. Right. So and then the fact that it was heavy on her all weekend that she didn't do her job up to her standards. So that ate me alive, of course, (laughs) because then I was like, I'm a monster. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But we have these moments and, you know, where we can check in on people, we really should be, especially now.
0: Allowing yourself to, to actually experience that moment of agitation or irritability And then understand that, okay, well, maybe where is this coming from? Is it because I haven't either slept properly or I haven't eaten breakfast yet? You know, or maybe it's just an overwhelming sense of everything that's happening. And then being mindful of that and knowing that that's the case, that it's it's a you thing and not an anybody else thing. And then understanding, okay, well, this is a trigger. What am I going to do differently? And I think it's beautiful that you turned it around and said, well, you know what? it's not about me like fuck me right now and my package let me check in to see how they're doing because you're right you never know what they can essentially be going through on their end Mm
1: -hmm. you
0: know a lot of people right now because of everything that's been happening obviously there's wages that have changed and I know first and foremost hands down when it comes to income, that is the number one stressor of anxiety, of depression. It's good that you check in and then it's good that you checked yourself.
1: The whole idea and the concept of we're all in this together, I mean, that the idea of it is truthful, like we are in this together. But, you know, we might be facing that same storm, but some of us are on yachts. And some of us are navigating the waters in a fucking paddle boat with a yeah. hole in it and a good no life jackets, right? I'm trying to, as much as I am struggling through this mentally, physically, emotionally, like I'm, I am and I'm open about that. But I also know that I have far more resources and outlets than others might as much as I like to share the raw And the real, I also like to be cognizant that there are other people whose raw and real are far uglier than mine.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, that's actually a great point that you brought up, which segues into my next question. Being in the position that you're in, you and I both know that we are innately creative. To me, it's therapeutic Mm -hmm. to sit down, to talk to somebody and then edit the podcast, create graphics, whether it's for the podcast or the business. Like to me, that is therapy. I enjoy it. I love it. What have been some of the things that you've been focusing more on or anything new that you've maybe potentially started working on that have given you that sense of motivation that you need? Because- Let's just face it. There's a lack of that right now.
1: For sure. There's a lot actually that, that there's a lot going on and then I there's know. a lot not going on. And that's on purpose. My wild tribe has taken a back seat in terms okay. of creating things. I still have my regulars calling me for a new sweater or birthday swag and whatever. And I, of course, I'm, have no problem creating that. Right. But I have been reevaluating the brand and in mm. the message I want to send. I have been doing a little bit of behind the scene things for My Wild Tribe. And <laughs> although I'm not ready to share um, a new name yet. Oh um, My Wild Tribe is going to be retired soon. Wow. Because um, she just doesn't fit the mold anymore. I really did try to be different than the mold. I also have a responsibility. And again, I just go back to that accountability that my kids hold me to. I feel like I want to do so much more. And I felt like my name was a little bit limiting and hin- maybe creating a hindrance. Mm. And even perhaps I could have been leaving people out.
0: Oh, excluding
1: Yeah. Based on the name. And I guess I'll just segue into why it's so, why she's retiring. And it's just (laughs) an idea of, um, you know, I have this really fantastic friend and I think she was worried about bringing it to my attention because if you're not okay with constructive criticism, Mm. it could hurt to hear.
0: Right. So Again, going back to the open communication, right?
1: Yeah. And like with me being okay with that and trusting you know that this friendship is a real one so if she has something Mm -hmm. to say I should probably listen and she's you know comes from females who side hustle so she's all about that girl community and bigging each other up and you know she had just said do you ever have you ever faced an issue where someone was not happy with use of the word tribe in your name Mm. and I was like no no it wasn't it's never been brought to my attention I said now I am very transparent and open in terms of my implications Mm. like I my intentions are always good so for me the use of the word tribe was simply my people right like my kids my family yeah the loved ones, this response. community that we built this the idea of collaboration right and so that's where and the, obviously the wild was that because I'm taming a bunch of <laughs> crazy people here <laughs> who I call my family so the idea for my wild tribe was simply that it was just about the idea of community collaboration and these were my people after doing some googling and you know with our brains, Karen, once I learn something, I can't unlearn it. Right. <laughs> yes. And maybe no point I was back. just disappointed in myself for not picking up on it sooner. Mm, right. But this, the idea that I could be offending someone ate at me. Right. Like the implications that are rooted in racism behind the word tribe.
0: Right. On so many levels.
1: Yeah, was hard for me. Because obviously there was no meaning behind it. Mm. But I also now, like I was saying, feel like I have a responsibility to make a change. Mm-hmm. And I was also talking to another fantastic person um who is uh, the slayer of the mic jam gamble we all know <laughs> yeah so I reached out to her because I wanted and we know she tells it like it is I right. wanted- she
0: says what she says
1: <laughs> yes and exactly means it 100% right. and she she was in agreement she thought if someone had brought this up it means that it is it's a feeling that's live so right. it's valid. If someone has, has the, the responsibility in my hands now is that if someone has brought it to my attention and I keep doing what I'm doing and not making a change, then that responsibility is on me.
0: Right. The impact of that.
1: Yeah. And the perpetuating of it.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: I felt like I needed to make a change and. I was uncomfortable by it because growth is never comfortable.
0: Right. Um, right. Right.
1: This has been my baby for almost three years. Now. I know. But again, like I just, I need to hold myself accountable. And that's if fair. my name has ever been exclusive, um, that's not who I am. Right. I, I'm an inclusive person and my name should reflect that. And I felt like if I was going to preach... About growth and responsibility and accountability to people, then I should practice what I was preaching. So, a new name will be coming. (laughs) It's in the works. It was tough because I want to still stay authentic to me and my brand and the message I'm sending and the idea of community. So, I still wanted to keep all that. So, it's still in the works. It's coming. No, right. But it's time.
0: I think that's a fantastic idea. I know that when you first mentioned it to me, I was like, <gasps> girl.
1: I know. And you were my other, you were my third person. Like it was brought up to me by a good friend. I went to jam. I came to you and I was like, <laughs> listen, you three people tell me if I'm off, tell me where to go because you are the leaders. And I'm like, Aww. I'm wanting to be right up there with you guys. So when you said you it are. too, you were like, well, this is the vibe that we're feeling. Then you need Let's to go make with the it. change. Yeah. And
0: there's a lot of value to that. Last year, I had to rechange my entire business model mm. within like six or seven months of entrepreneurship. So it's like, I just finished. <laughs> now I have to re <laughs> reestablish everything, but that was fine. In the moment, it was a lot of work and it was a lot of different emotions that I had to sift through. Ultimately, it was for the betterment of the business. The goal is that you know that there was something that was brought up to you and you hadn't looked at it in that perspective before, because that was never your intention.
1: No. And I think too, though, that that's where also it was eating me too, because the fact that I didn't know this was also a very privileged moment. So that was another hard pill to swallow like I almost felt that I didn't do better or more research I mean it's not very hard to to think that like there was no harm coming from just a name right and I
0: think that that's actually a really good observation on your end and and I understand where you're coming from because when you mentioned it to me I was like oh shit I actually hadn't looked at it in that, in that respect either. But now that Mm you mentioned it. And most
1: people haven't because (laughs) it's not an intention thing. And there were others that I spoke to who were like, well, I mean, is the world just a more sensitive place now? Like, I don't really think that you need to change who you are. I like changing who I am. Right. My third baby should be reflective of that. Of that change, of that growth. I just turned 35. Oh, <laughs> I <that laughs> believe
0: that was last week, right? It last was, Thursday.
1: yeah. I have a book that is coming out next month. Like, Damn. I am. I'm changing. And I'm doing a lot more writing pieces, even when as far as to change grade levels. So, I mean, I am changing through my profession, my nine to five, through my side hustle. Emotionally, I started um, work with a health coach
0: and holding
1: myself accountable in that regard. So, I mean, if I'm changing mentally, emotionally, physically, and even professionally, why am I not changing my baby, my brand?
0: Exactly. I think it's great. And I think it's a wonderful direction that you're going in. I can't wait for you to officially launch what's Mm -hmm. coming up. (laughs) 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 I know there's a lot of excitement. I can't wait, you know, I'll be number one cheerleader from the
1: side always here. always hype, <laughs> hype girl yeah, that's what you don't have a sweater that says the original hype girl like.
0: so <laughs> let me just put in an order yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think these yeah. monthly check-ins Karen are gonna be fantastic because I agree I already feel like just saying everything that I've been feeling feels like a weight off my shoulder lighter
0: right yeah, yeah. I'm feeling it myself as well Right now, just even having the conversations and being able to be um, as transparent as we are being, I think that it's going to help a lot more people than just ourselves, which I think is a huge bonus.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure.
0: And so, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you very much for joining me today.
1: I'm so excited to always chat with you, Karen. I'm just waiting for the moment where we can actually go out for drinks and do this. Dude, I'm not sure you. that we want to record that one, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we might have to because we might not remember yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I know. I hear that. Um, and we will definitely be um, opening up some questions maybe to all of you guys the listeners to see what else you guys would want us to talk about because this is going to be something that we're doing once a month we're also open to having guests on this series so if you guys would like to join us nor if you meant to have anybody that you would want to have on here to talk about anything in specific or just randomly yeah i am all for it the more the merrier and i think it's healthy to have different perspectives as well
1: absolutely can't wait Wait, i know
0: so uh that being said thank you so much Amanda for taking the time out of your day today and I can't wait I think this is the beginning of something fucking rad
1: I think it is and I cannot wait to see your perfect face every month and shoot the shit about what has been going on I'm doing a little dance
0: because you guys (laughs) don't have the visuals but I'm just doing a dance here in the background and Amanda's trying her best to just compose herself (laughs) <laughs> love, yeah. it. I love it awesome thank you so much um stay tuned for next month's session with amanda and we'll share with you guys more of what we'll talk about uh in the u- upcoming segments uh, in the meantime thank you for joining us and if you're not already following amanda i'll give it over to her so she can let you know how you can connect with her
1: yeah thank you karen this was fantastic um like i said we're in the kind of in the middle of a rebranding but In the meantime, you can find me at underscore my wild tribe underscore on Instagram. And if you're following, you'll see some some things happening in the next few days that are uh, coming up and I'm excited for it. So thank you so much.